Welcome to the podcast. I am Mark Titus. Across from me is Tate Frazier. Over there is producer Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Flying high. We're not going to give him a microphone. We're not going to do that on this podcast. Producer Kyle doesn't like to talk. Uh, Tate. Yes. College basketball is officially here. Uh, there were a, the, the thing that jumped out to me in the first games was... Oh, we're doing reactions already. We're, doing we're, reactions. we're jumping right into this. We're jumping it's out. It's like when you go to the deep end of a pool and you just jump right in. You don't try to tip, tip, <laughs> no tippy toe around. We're cannonball yeah. in. There were a lot of... I, I don't know if this happens every year and I just don't notice it, but I, I started checking scores because I was yeah. watching some games, not watching others. I'm checking scores. <laughs> there are a lot of teams scoring 100 points. Like, New Mexico scored 147 points in a yes. game. And I know that they played... I don't actually don't know who they played, but like these teams are playing like <laughs> NAIA Division Five. Yes, God knows who. Like they, they don't even. The, the, the comment I made to you earlier was I, I pull up my little score app and you got the logos next to all these teams. Yeah, and they're playing teams with no logos. It's and the that's NA. how you know they're not available. You think it's a school? You're like, who's that's NA? North know. America? And no, not available. And you got yeah, uh, I, like Middle Tennessee blew somebody out too. Yeah. But there, there's also like games where just teams are scoring a ton of points, and it does. It's I don't know. I, it doesn't feel that weird. I so, saw Purdue put up. 111 points against. I thought it was Chico State. No line. I have it in front of me. It was Chicago State. <laughs> sorry, sorry to Chico State, but I thought it was them. They put up 111 points. It, yeah. If Purdue's putting up 111 points, a team that you know you you're always wondering how they would score. It's like we got these guards that can't really score and a bunch of big men. It's a weird year in college basketball. Basically, it's been, it's been crazy so far. So, uh, what to you? I guess like first of all, what, let's let's go through some games. Let's just hit specific games that you want. We're gonna get to the Champions Classic. I know a lot of people listening to this saw the Champions Classic last night. First game was pretty good. Second game was close. Is how we would describe it. We would I not think, say good. Let's let's save our thought. But yeah, go okay. ahead. Say, say no, what no, you guys no, no. say. I'm gonna save it for later. All right. It's, it's, it's gonna, a big picture thought. We're gonna that's do my a, big picture thought. We're gonna do a little tease and 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 hold off on the Champions Classic because I know everyone's just, that's what we want to talk people about. But, but we gotta we gotta pay attention to other teams in this country. And um, first up, can I just say this? What SEC, SEC. Yes. I had this. Yeah, I had this written down. SEC. Uh, big year for the SEC. Big year for talk about how the SEC is good. This isn't your grandma's SEC, this all right? Is, but is the SEC good? No. Is it? <laughs> Let's just be honest. So right now, as it stands, the SEC has now lost two games. The Big Ten has lost one game as a conference. Yeah. So. I mean, transitive that's, property. That's says, not true. The Big Ten lost Michigan State. And oh yeah, sorry, I, Michigan I State lost, also lost. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah but whatever. Like, as it stands, basically, the SEC is getting pumped up, which is great. I think that they have good teams. We have Texas A&M, right? We have Florida, Georgia, right. Kentucky's obviously going to be good. There's a bunch of teams in the SEC we're excited to watch. Vanderbilt. We're going to talk about we're them talk later. About Vanderbilt in a second. Uh, so I think I think what's going on here, and as Tate's as as we're alluding to that. The SEC is getting a lot of attention. You may be watching these broadcasts, and SEC's team is playing. It's and the fun hear, nugget this year. To be like, the fun and watch nugget. out for yeah. the SEC. Yeah, we show the graphic of like, yeah. here are my top 10 teams. This happened during the Kentucky-Vermont game. They threw up like, the, here are the top 10 teams in the SEC, and where do we draw the line as mm-hmm. to who's going to make the tournament? Um, who's in, who's out? Lenardi, where are you? I think what's going on here is just that we're so used to two things happening. One, the SEC not having a good conference. Yes. And two, Kentucky being much better than everybody in the conference. And this year, we have question marks about Kentucky that we'll get to in a bit. And 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 the other part is the SEC does have good teams. It's just and good players. Are are like is it is it really worth kind of the overwhelming? I don't know excitement that everyone has. I think I it really, started I'm, and with, with the Ben Simmons when Ben Simmons went to LSU it was like. Yeah. Watch out! The, the SEC is buying into basketball, yeah, and it, it sort of happened around. with baseball with yeah. SEC too. Like like when well, South the, Carolina was winning in like 2010, everyone. And, and it's the it's the carryover effect from last year's tournament. We had Florida yeah. was in the Elite Eight, South Carolina's South Carolina in the Elite Eight. Obviously. 
Kentucky was had South a good run. Final Who, Four. Yeah, Kentucky Carolina with the Final Four. Who else was in it? We're forgetting. That doesn't matter. Is there one more? Sorry, SEC. <laughs> well, that's what we stand for. We just had a we just had a brain freeze. Uh, yeah. So, um, SEC is off to a good start. Everyone's going to talk about that. Uh, the, so let's let's get into specific SEC games. Yeah. To me, the game of the the first weekend going into the first weekend was Texas A and M West mm. Virginia in Germany. Um, just just say that again. Because that is so amazing. Just the all game that for together. me going that into the like first a word weekend scrabble of college and you just basketball. Put it together, you're like, wow, that sounds strange. Was Texas A&M West Virginia in Germany? In Germany, those three with, places should never be in a sentence. By the way, did you, did you watch that game? Yeah. I, well, did, did you? Let's see be the, honest. I watched the second half. I'm sorry, yeah. West Virginia fans. That's okay. That's the fun part about our podcast. We don't. Have, we are not going to watch every game. Some of you know, I'm going to yeah, watch. I, I don't have the time zone of Germany. I don't have everything locked down. So there was there was a thing that they did. So it was on the military base in Germany, and Jay Williams and. Was it Greenberg? I think I, th- I think it was just Jay- they only showed Jay Wood. I'm pretty he sure put, he put on the big uh, suit. They they did the uh, uh, the German Shepherd dogs. They let him come mm. attack him, and they put on the big like suit, and they had to like waddle. And Jay Wood, I was I was laughing my ass off. Like one of these German Shepherds like launches himself like 20 yards and just takes down Jay Williams and falls <laughs> on his ass. It was great. It was we, great TV. We've done that so many times, like in TV. television history. I don't understand. It's like a trope that everyone wants to jump. It's like, how about we get these dogs to attack? Because it's funny. <laughs> it's I always understand. funny. It's always <laughs> funny. And obviously, you know, strikes a chord in Germany. They've probably seen it a lot of times over the that years. Was, um, so that was probably the highlight of the game for me because Texas A&M beat the brakes off of West Virginia. And what happened— Which is I'm, concerning. I'm going to give you the rundown of what happened. West Virginia put on the press. It mm-hmm. was working at first. Texas A&M does not have their point guard. They don't have uh, Robert Williams either, their lottery pick. They're kind of scrambling, trying to figure it out. They looked a little surprised that West Virginia was pressing almost. Um, Way to go, Billy Kennedy. And then, like a snap of a finger, they they figure out that if you just calm down and don't freak out, you can get easy shots against the press. You can also, the other thing, if, if you limit West Virginia's transition opportunities— their half-court offense is garbage. And it always has been. And it always has been. And this has <laughs> always been the MO on West Virginia. And it like just kind of – it took like, I don't know, eight minutes for the Aggies to figure that out. And then once they did, they just kind of killed them. So. Texas A&M is a legitimate team, which is good to see. Yep. My question to you about the SEC, we talked about a lot of games, obviously. Like, have you watched Georgia play? Do we, did, has Georgia even played yet? Like I, w- I want to yeah. watch Mark Fox coach yeah. a game. Like I want to see if he's first of all is he still is a Georgia? He still George coach? We don't know. What's this Mateen guy about? Yancey Mateen, right? That's right. his name. Yeah. I want to watch him play more. I watched him play at the end of the season last year when they were trying to sneak into the tournament. I I didn't see enough of him, so I want to watch him play. Uh, Florida, I think they're better than like Mike White and Florida. The, the, they're just so. Like no one's even no one's even talked about them. This right? This is how the SEC operates: is that we know about the Kentucky people, but we never know about the other. Like, and it's not fair. Like I want to know. Nobody knows Cameron Allen's name at us. Florida. No one yeah. knows who this guy is. And we know we know Porter, I guess, in Missouri. He's SEC, but like it's but always like, like he's these, like not even SEC. You know, he's we like don't bigger. Count those. Yeah, the, the, but there's always like Bobby Portis at Arkansas was a great example. I remember I did I didn't know who Bobby Portis was the year he was killing until like February. Yeah, and then it was like yeah Bobby Portis. He's like yeah you're gonna be a top fifteen pick. You could be lottery pick. You know? I was like, what? How about this that guy's Arkansas, Arkansas team really? against Carolina yeah. last year? I started seeing all these guys. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. He's going to play in the NBA, I, right? I don't know whose fault this is, but yeah, the, the, these SEC I guys. I blame the SEC Network. Sl- sl- yeah. They're taking they us away from prime time. For sure. Uh, so the other SEC game, I, I kind of brought up Porter um, of no is 
Missouri beat Iowa State pretty easily. Missouri is kind of the the question mark team. A lot of a lot of people are uh, lumping this Porter Michael Porter going to a non blue blood thing in with the Markel Fultz in with the Ben Simmons and saying he's I'm not even, class. I'm not even going to bother caring about him because I already know how this story ends. Uh, Missouri actually so far looks better than those other two teams. Like other than LSU with Simmons and Washington, certainly better than Washington with Fultz. So Quanzo Martin. We know Quanzo. I think Quanzo's a pretty good coach. I mean, I mean, we joke around all the time about him dropping the bag and being a you know top right. recruiter, all that stuff. But I think he does have things in order as far as coaching his team. I want to know what's going on with the Porter situation. He plays two minutes, has two points. Yeah, they pull him out. Quanzo pulls it's him out, weird. sits him. But he's like super happy the whole time, right? Yeah, he's like still doing the like I'm Jeter, like I'm smiling, like I'm always right. happy. I'm a good guy. I'm gonna get my Q scores up. I got to market these shoes for Nike pretty right. soon. I got things to do. <laughs> You know, and then he sits out this next game against, uh, they played Wagner. Yeah. Oh my God. Wagner. <laughs> Wagner. Well, like, he sits out this game, so, like, he's, is he going to do the Ben Simmons thing where he breaks my heart where I don't even get to watch him play and he's just waiting it out? And Yeah, I don't know. What is going on here? I don't, there's no way of knowing. We don't have, we don't know. We don't know. That's the question. Is Michael Porter, is he going to play <laughs> this Michael year? Is Michael Porter Jr. going to play? Is he going to play? Is Jonte no Porter going to play? I guess Jonte is playing. Jonte's playing. playing. Uh, yeah. Missouri, yeah, they, they look good in the first game. They have a better supporting cast than I guess I realized. Um, but yeah, no, but they let, have like three players that are really good. But let's be honest, I'm not going to watch them unless no. Michael Porter's playing or they start beating good teams. So um, we got to figure that out. So yeah, SEC is rolling along. Um, any other games you want to talk about before we get to the Champions Classic? Uh, I just want to talk Oops. about some teams that have really impressed me. Okay, yeah, let's do Miami, that. Florida. Miami's very good. I think they could win. The if ACC. you haven't watched Miami play, please watch I think, them. Like the new, the new look Duke, Duke era, whatever point oh this is for Shashevsky as he's transitioned like his style. This this new era of one and done guys at Duke never wins the ACC. Mm-hmm. That's what we know about them. Yes, he hasn't. Duke has not won the ACC title, regular season title since 2010. So I don't. You know, I don't believe in North Carolina. This year, Which, you know, we should we should mention just while we're on top of, of North Carolina. If you didn't watch, Luke May dominated. Luke the May team is looks great. Player. They look very deep. Seventh Woods and Kenny Williams. If you haven't watched them play, please play? go check them out. Who they play? Uh, Northern Iowa a team that's oh, going to okay. be in the NCAA <laughs> right. tournament. So uh, okay. check it out, oh, Paul Jesperson. If you're listening, <laughs> is Chime that the Northern Iowa? Was that the Marcus Page? Uh, yeah, that was the, the Marcus Page deal where we like give another, him three yeah. years. Like I, I was so upset. I actually, I actually didn't tweet it because I was like, I don't want to deal with the Marcus Page backlash. But like, why are we playing this team? Like, I, 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 I'm tired. I, we've had enough. I, I have There's Iowa straight, fatigue. You have Iowa fatigue. Uh, so I don't even remember what I was talking about before. Oh, the ACC. I think Duke is Duke is not going to win just because yes. I'm going off the same they're pattern of like team. they're the yeah. tournament. Yeah, they're going to struggle early in the ACC. Carolina, I don't believe in. I've made my stance clear on that. Louisville has like the issues with. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> Some things have happened. Some things have happened. We'll say. <laughs> Some things have occurred. Um, so I think Miami's got a chance here. Am I crazy for that? You like Miami? I love teams in Florida, like in the ACC. In general, in general Florida, yeah, State, Florida State, Miami. I think Just they can all make a Florida, run. The Gator. Like we, we love them. Speaking of Florida State, hadn't played a game until to, until Monday night or Tuesday night. Wait, what? Wait, what? They haven't literally played a basketball game? What is going on? It's like they were just like holding they're out. Just like, we're going to wait and see what everyone else is doing, and then we're going to jump in this They were thinking maybe they would get the call for the Champions Classic or something. They were keeping that 
Hopefully. <laughs> but I will say this about Miami. They have Huell. They have Bruce Brown. Uh, they have Jaquan Newton. They have, like, Lonnie Walker, this freshman. They have, like, five or six guys. When you yep. watch them play, they put in, like, a new team, and you're confused. Right. You're almost jarred at the fact that they have six new guys, and it makes a lot of sense. Like, with this whole well, Adidas thing going on, I'm like, after I looked at their whole team, I'm like, hell yeah, they dropped some bags. This team looks awesome. <laughs> you, you and I were on a Cousin Sal's podcast talking about uh, – Against all odds, yes. talking about um, future betting, or mm-hmm. I, I don't bet. So I, don't, that we I, don't were, to, I don't know. I don't know what the phrasing words are. The futures. The uh, I have no money to bet, yeah. but like I have to like do research <laughs> to figure out what are the best bets. It's really sad. I don't know how to phrase it in betting terms, but the uh, the you know we're going over the odds of the national title, and, yeah. and both of us picked Miami as like our long shot, and mm-hmm. we were explaining to him defense and guard play, and that's what I think it was sixty six to one when yeah. we said that defense and guard play, and that's the same thing that. We're going to hammer home all season with Miami is defense and guard play, and that's why they're fun to watch. That's why they're good. That's why we believe in them. And another team that we did in that podcast, we said that Villanova, which was 28 Villanova to is They were 28-1 to nice. at the time, and we moved the line to 10-1. to one. This happens so every you, year with like the Champions Classic. We get lured into caring about Kentucky, four teams. Kansas, in the, in Duke. Duke. And then like Michigan State's like the throw, and we're like, we should care about them because this is a good guy. Villanova is great. Mm-hmm. They have a great team. Wichita State. Is actually kind of great right now. Yes, they have a very good. They, they Maybe the, the best team out of the Charleston. Like yes. Charleston, going into that game. No, like sir, you're laughing. Tate's I laughing because he doesn't follow mid-major basketball like I do. No, I, I'm a mid-major giant. Why are you love, laughing? I just love Wichita State talk. It's great. God, people really come for that. They're people dying love for that. No, uh, Wichita State. Charleston was supposed to be good. Wichita State beat the hell out of them, and like it was, they beat them so badly that it's going to devalue the win because people are going to say. Charleston I feel bad sucks. for Andrew Goudlock who was watching that game. He's like, "Where's the College of Charleston I know?" <laughs> so uh, I, we're, we're losing the track. So any other games? You, you like Miami game? Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about UCLA Georgia Tech? That seems like an important game that we should talk about. Should we talk about off the court or on the court? Um. Let's do the off-the-court thing first. Okay, so they're calling them the UCLA 3 now, everyone. The nicknames are great. <laughs> they're the best. The UCLA 3, they all got locked up abroad. They were in a Louis Vuitton store. And this is all reported stuff. They're in a Louis Vuitton store, sunglass shop, next to the hotel. Right. My God. Grab the sunglasses. <laughs> it was sunglasses? It's Leangelo Ball and insert two names. We're not, like... Nobody we knows. Know, we, <laughs> Does anybody know? Everybody listen to this. I challenge you, without looking it up, just stop for a second and name one other person involved in this other than Leandro Ball. I've just been saying Bryce Alford and Lonzo Ball because like, they're not there anymore, so I just, I just throw them in. TJ Leaf. <laughs> Anyone that's left UCLA in the past year. Reeves Nelson. Everybody hates him. Travis from Ware, UCLA. David they, Ware. They hated the Reeves well, Nelson. Someone. Again. Someone from yeah. UCLA. So that, that happens. They still have sunglasses. In China, this is all recording the reports, they don't play around. I did I didn't know that they don't mess around. Like they're basically running Hammurabi's code, which is like a hand for a hand. So if you steal something, we're gonna chop your hand off. So they could go to jail reportedly six to twelve years right. for this Louis Vuitton theft. Right. All right. They have to stay in the hotel. They play the game. Three of these guys sit out. Obviously it didn't affect UCLA that much. They still win the game. Uh they have to stay in China. Team flies back to LA. Steve offered all these guys are getting questions. It's like it's like a huge national. It's like, it is literally like dude, the UN's involved. They just got off the plane at LAX and like you would have like the Beatles landed and it's, it's the funniest. Did thing anyone in the world. talk to the other two guys? No, it says like the headlines always say Leandro Ball, who by the way, probably not even that good of a basketball player. This this ball isn't he like the the yes the third he's the ball? middle ball. He's the third ball, the middle ball, the middle ball. Yeah. No, there's one more younger ball that's better. He's the ball that yeah. So we got Lonzo Ball. He's a good ball. 
You got the the little ball that you like, and then you got the third ball. You want you want to get that checked out and taken care of. You don't want the third ball. You don't want three balls. You don't don't want three (laughs) balls. And this kid, they're making like the biggest deal out of him. This is this is wild. So here's here's my what I'm gonna throw at you. You got this situation. You got a guy. You got a businessman, right? Okay. Deshaun Puffy comes a basketball, okay. LeVar ball. He's like, I got Lonzo. I spoke it into existence. I got him to the <laughs> LA Lakers. I got him as the point guard of the Lakers. That's what I wanted, the new Magic Johnson. I got LaMelo. I believe in LaMelo's talent. He's going to go UCLA. He's going to be like Lonzo. But I got LiAngelo, and I don't know what to do. I know he's probably not going to be in the NBA. I like where you're going with this. Keep going. And I'm worried. I'm concerned. Like, how do I captivate and capture the headlines of college basketball when I have a son that's not going to dominate the game like Lonzo? Interesting. I so, commit a crime in China. I was so that, that st- I I make the headline, Titus. Right, we're in a game of headlines. He made the headline. He, he is probably honestly right now. If you ask general public people who don't watch sports, they know name, name one college basketball player. They would name Leandro Ball, and that's like <laughs> spoken into existence. Maybe Grayson Allen, but like otherwise, yeah, that's the guy. I, so that that theory makes a lot of sense to me. I, I'm a fan of that conspiracy theory. The other theory I, where I thought you were going with it was. He had him commit a crime in China, so he would be locked up for the entire year. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like excommunicated. That actually from the would have family. been the better plan, but <laughs> just like, oh, oh sorry about sorry, you. It looks God. like you're in jail for thirty he years. He should get drafted. Yeah. It's like the Harry Jobs. You just hold him out. Yeah. He's like, he's got the talent. He's got the yeah, raw the, potential. So, uh, yeah, Trump gets involved. Tr- did Trump actually get involved? Where they just say in the government, and then so, anytime any the government gets involved, you just throw Trump's name on so it. So the second, the the Chinese general secretary, I think, was his title. He has some sort of title. Trump apparently called him or was in, he was abroad. I think he was in, like, in China, maybe. Yeah. And it was talking to him. It was like, we got to free these kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, these are kids. We got to. And so UCLA, the other thing about this, UCLA is huge Chinese connections, right? They like, right. They, they market over there. They want to get people from China because, you know, when you're a public university in California, it's kind of nice to have kids from out of state because they yes. pay a lot more. So they're trying to, like, they have a whole brand to uphold at UCLA. So Trump gets involved. UCLA is obviously heavily involved. They're trying to control the narrative here, trying to make sure that people know that UCLA is a good place. And there, there are a lot of power There's, players. That's the only in way play. for 2017 to have to, to come to an end is to have Trump and Lavar Ball. It like, was the joke of the, the century story. that they would yeah. always they would cross paths, always find a way. Yeah, and now he owes Trump a favor. Now he owes. <laughs> that's funny. Like he does, like he, he, there's he no way, does. there's no way to get around it. He does. He owes him a favor. This is this is awesome. This is a, this is a fun. The, the, the funny thing is, the game itself actually ended up being a great game. <laughs> we didn't talk anything about the. We game. We haven't talked about the game yet. Uh, ben Lammers, who my favorite thing, I had two fa- two favorite things about the game. Number one yes. is I love these games when they're played at neutral sites that don't host games like this a lot. So like the the West Virginia game uh West Virginia Texas A&M this applies to this as well where you get like like they had an a crowd of people at the army base and they don't ever they don't ever get to yeah. see live basketball like at, at the army base so and the same thing at the China, the Chinese don't get to see college basketball so what happens is you get this atmosphere where the, the people are cheering for any action and they end up cheering for both teams mm-hmm. And that like never happens under any other circumstances. And they're just oohing and on and everything. There's a block on this end, and they're like, ooh, and then a block on this end, ah, and just going back and forth. That is so fun to watch. And like, if you, I always turn on my TV when I'm watching that. Well, that's uh, what we are. It's just like what, yeah, the unbiased fans. I just want to watch. We're the doing good that of the watching, the, watching the Kentucky Kansas yeah, we game. Like we're like idiots. Ooh, yeah. You would think we had vested interest in Kansas right. or Kentucky, and we're like, we really don't no. care. We're just having a good time. That's it's fun to actually get an atmosphere like that where you don't have people booing or I don't know. I'm, I get maybe that's softened me to say that. But. <laughs> <laughs> that was soft. To, to, to not want booing, but um, 
So there's that. The other thing that was that I loved about this game was Bill Walton made it clear that he had never seen Ben Lammers play basketball, mm-hmm. and he was very, very excited that he got to see Ben Lammers play basketball on this night. Which is unbelievable because— As we all should be. Ben Lammers is legitimately Put it amazing. down. He is a dark horse national, national player, player of the year, year candidate right now. He's amazing. It's either Luke May or Ben Lammers. You pick. If you have not seen Ben Lammers play— I would I would ra- I would recommend watching Ben Lammers play over any other person in college basketball. And he was right amazing last year. No one wanted to get him credit. He's like, amazing. The, the whole team, Georgia Tech last year, over like Josh. We should say this, Josh Pastern. They had the Georgia Tech players. I didn't even know if we've even talked about this yet. Senior Tadrick Jackson, sophomore Josh Okoge, they both come out. They're suspended, yeah. right? We, we mentioned in passing that they were suspended because the uh, passenger's buddy like blackmailed Ron basically. Bell. Yeah, yeah. They said you didn't wish me happy birthday, so I'm going to blackmail you and ruin your life. <laughs> Always wish happy birthday. Always wish your friends happy birthday. That's What's your birthday lesson. date, by the way? I'm not going to tell oh, you. Shit. Now I'm going to blackmail you. <laughs> <laughs> for all those extra benefits. For your salary. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, Georgia Tech was was shorthanded. UCLA also was shorthanded. Yeah. Uh, couple thoughts on UCLA. I, I don't know if you watch this game. Chris Wilkes from Indiana. Indiana guy. I've, obviously, I love Indiana guys. Big He's, fan of Chris. You can, nice pipeline for UCLA. They get Leaf and then they get Wilkes. Nice Indiana you pipeline. You can tell Wilkes is from Indiana when you watch him shoot a basketball, and I love that. Pure. Those are my favorite Indiana guys. You watch him shoot, and you're like, that kid has to be from Indiana with mm-hmm. that pure stroke. Um he looks like he's like 45 years old, too. He does. I like that. The mustache and like the little balding look. It's a great look. I wanted to call it the Odin thing, but he's your friend, so we're going to come up with something we could, else. We the Perry Ellis. The Perry, everybody yeah. knows the Perry Ellis. Yeah. But like, I That's don't like that We should start that joke where you say like a guy who looks old and has been around for a while and be like, what, has he been here for for eight years? And then, what is this, the Javon oh, Carter? <laughs> I'll do that one. That's the new What one. is this? So, yeah, we should start that joke. No one's done that before. Um, So... Chris Wilkes, smooth J. Mm-hmm. Thomas Welsh still has got the baseline J working. Love that. Love the 15-footer. Don't you think Thomas Welsh, like his last name was supposed to be Zeller? Like he got lost in the shuffle. That's a good theory. Yeah. He looks like a Zeller. Uh, So UCLA actually has a decent team. No, they're I, good. I think they're pretty good. Yeah, I think we undervalue it. We did our top 25. Yeah. We didn't have them in there. They lost there. a lot. I don't think they're like, they're not Final Four good probably to me. I mean, they could no. make the Final Four, but I, they're not like that good. But they are a very good team. I, don't, they, I wouldn't want to play them in the tournament. They were a four seed, right? I if could see them upsetting teams. I could yes. see them like beating USC and ruining USC's Pac-12 chances because they lose to UCLA. Another and, team that's really yeah. good that people yeah. have not watched. Please USC. go watch USC. Uh, So... That was that was one game that stood out to me. Another game was Minnesota Providence. I want to just want to give a shout out to uh, Jordan Murphy, who was completely unguardable in that game and was just emerging as. I, I don't know how to explain him. That dude is insane. I love him. Yeah, I did not watch this game live. I went it's back okay. to watch it because you texted me because I was like, and Jordan, we were talking about Jordan, Jordan Murphy. Murphy. So I was like, I'm Murph. gonna go watch. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch all these highlights. The, the cool thing about all that game. It. The cool thing about that game was uh, anytime you get a Murph in the New England area. A, a, Murphy, a Murphy in the New England area, they just start calling him Murph out of nowhere. Like yeah. I don't know if I don't know if Jordan Murphy has ever been called Murph in his life. I mean, it might I'm be sure an inception thing, Murph, you know. He's like, like they, they love that movie. That, that feels like a Boston area thing with like with Murph and um. That's a Southie project. So when thing. he's in Providence, it was kind of funny that 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 was happening. But yeah, he was he was killing for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I, I really like him. So Minnesota um, also a team that we talked on and touched on, but they're going to be really, really good. Minnesota-Miami is happening in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. That might be the game to watch. Yeah. I uh, I, I always look at the rankings. They do, like, the ACC yeah. Big Ten, like, games to watch, and they rank out which one is who's best. Car- who's Carolina have? Uh, Michigan. 
Nah, that's probably not going to be as good. No, that's no, not going to be. Michigan, I mean, yeah. Michigan, it, it might be fun, but it's not going to be. It, that's like a 4-5 range, and that's where they have right now the Minnesota-Miami yeah. game. But that's the game. Like the, the, It's always one of those the games. The other game is Duke uh, versus the Assembly Hall Magic at IU. Which, uh, as, I wish as, Duke would play a real Indiana team. Indiana State learned a valuable lesson that uh, no one goes into Assembly Hall and hangs 100 on the Hoosiers. The, the, <laughs> the Sycamores only won by 30 or something. Uh, they learned a very valuable lesson. that IU season, already over. Archie Miller, we're going to start talking about him. Are we going to talk about him as being a good guy? I hope not. I hope not. I hope, not. I hope he's not a good guy. I hope, he's I hope not. we can save that talk. I hope we're not saying he's a good guy. Uh, so other things that stood out before we before we move on to the Champions Classic, or should we just dive right into it? Let's just dive right into it. People want to hear this. Let's just jump on That's it. A, everyone's just like, why are you why are you talking about anything? We're else? just trying to touch our bases. We, we last year we had one podcast. We didn't have enough time to talk about everyone, so now we just want to What's we want to pander yeah. to all the fan bases. We want to be a part of you. We want to talk about you. What's going to happen? Yeah, is people are going to complain. I can't believe you didn't talk about how Purdue beat Marquette. How, what about Seton Hall and the Mammoth game? Did you that? watch that one? Yeah. What about that? And uh, did you see how Stony Brook gave UConn a good oh, game, God. and then UConn ended up pulling it out? Um, <laughs> what about the midshipmen? You like Navy? Uh, so let's get no. to the Champions Classic. So game one, start start with the game that was the to me was the game of the night. Um, the score. The, of the other game is what people said was the oh, game of the I, night. Oh, I, I, I thought, wow, I thought you were going to go the other way. With no, that. I'm saying Duke, yes, Michigan yes, State was the game of the yes, night. Yes, But the the other people might say the other game was the game of the night because it was actually like closer at the end. Do you think Calipari pays people to do that, to say that? Yeah. It has I don't to. I don't understand. So, Grayson Allen, career high, 37 points. 37 points, points yep. Um, was left wide open a lot. Yes. A little concerning. Beat me. Little, little concerning. Uh, Marvin Bagley gets poked in the eye. Duke's other freshmen are kind of like Gary. Gary Trent didn't have a great game. Um, he hit a big three, so we're tied at yeah. seventy-five. He hits the big three to get him up seventy-eight, seventy-five. That's probably the biggest play of the night. But we talked about Izzo running zone, and Coach K is losing his identity right now. Like he's everything, very much losing identity. he's playing a bunch of freshmen. First time ever he's doing that since like nineteen eighty-two, and he ran zone. Mark Titus. Have you ever in your he's life done seen it before, Coach K? Yeah, he's done it before. He has never opened up this early in the he season. He pulled and, this out, not, not uh, maybe not this early in the season. Yeah, he pulled yeah, it out no. with the 2015 team. They were running zone. Yeah, but yeah. that, that, that they was won the, the national title. Do I you remember. remember that? Okay. Yeah, it happened. But I'm just saying, for him to open a game like that, a big game on a national stage, and to yeah. run zone against Izzo. Just straight up zone like the whole game. And I think that he messed with it. Like, I think it got in his head a little bit. I, th- I think Izzo was like, wait, like that's my wait, move. Like why, are yeah. you, like, why are you doing this to me? And then... But Bagley goes out. Delorier hits him in the eye, which we should say Javin Delorier, sophomore guy, didn't play a lot last year. He's someone to watch out. He's one of Grayson's good friends on the team. He's mm-hmm. like a super high-energy guy, did some stuff for them. He pokes Marvin Bagley in the eye just to get him out of the game for Grayson Allen to have this breakout performance <laughs> in Chicago <laughs> Another conspiracy. To, get dra- to get drafted by Bob Myers, who was in the building. No, this, I'm kidding. Wow. Wow, yeah, yeah, it sounds like you're kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sounds- I'm just joking. But I will say, Duke looks, I mean, they just look legitimate. They look like... The best team in the country. I know you love Wichita State, so I'm gonna let you stand <laughs> on that corner. But Duke is obviously obviously the best team right now. They're running Duke up is. and down. Grayson Allen is like making his case for Player of the Year right now. If you stopped and asked everyone, they'd probably he'd, say he'd he is the player, player of the year. year. Yeah, just I mean, he did it on a big stage against the number two team. Um, so yeah, Duke Duke is very. I I I said this before. I feel like Duke, Michigan State, Arizona are the three teams that have the most talent. I I think there's a sizable gap. I. Watch, certainly watching that second game only drove that point home further. Watching those Kansas they're and Kentucky trying to play basketball. Let's be honest. They're, they're like we we like a lot of those players on those teams, and they'll get better as the season they goes might, on. They're yeah. not there. They're not there yet. No. Uh, so 
for Duke to lose Bagley and yeah. still kind of hand, I wouldn't, I, I don't know how to phrase it. Like they, they had control of the game. It felt like for most of the game, um, even when Michigan State looked yeah. a little lost. Miles mm-hmm. Bridges shooting a, a few too many threes for my liking. Are you? Are, are, do you Let's wanna, call it the Nigel did, Hayes syndrome. The Nigel Hayes syndrome. Should we overreact is, to Miles Bridges? Yes, and we have said this. We said this on the preview pod, and I've been trying to hammer this point home. He's playing a different position. He is playing a different position. He's playing small forward. He's trying to be the three. He's trying to catch the ball on the three-point line and make a move and get inside yeah. and do all this stuff. And like, hey, buddy, go with what you know. Go. <laughs> Put him at the four. Jaron Jackson looked great tonight. He could stretch out at the five. If you had Jackson being like the 6'11 dude that can stretch you out stretch to the three-point line yeah. and Bridges at the four and maybe put Cassius at the two and have Tum Tum in. You need Nick Ward out there, though. No, you don't. Really? Sorry, Nick. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want Nick Ward out there going to his right shoulder with a left hand baby hook. I think we've seen it. That's what I'm saying. I think I think we got it, Nick. I think we know your move. I think we get it. Cash has had a tough night. Wait, for, Cash is. Yeah. I'm gonna be on this chart. This is gonna be my my thing that I just kind of like. I, I get obsessed with. This happens every year with me. Like I notice something and I just can't let go of it. And for some reason, hold on. Why is Cassius Winston starting over Tum Tum? I don't understand it. I was watching Michigan State's first game against, I think they played North Florida, mm-hmm. and Tum Tum. I'm gonna checks, say mm-hmm because yeah, I have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> so Tum Tum checks into the game, and the, the commentators then are saying the same things they're gonna be saying all year. Is like, no, this guy comes off the bench, but he's the heart and soul. He's mm-hmm. the leader. He's mm-hmm. the senior. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that that makes everything go for Michigan State, but he comes off the bench, so Cassius Winston can start and. I don't understand it, Tate. I mean, like it was obvious tonight. As soon as Tum Tum came in the game, like Michigan State goes on that big drought in the first half. Tum Tum comes in the game, starts dishing out assists, controlling the offense. Then suddenly, guys are hitting threes for Michigan State. It was weird how it worked out. It's really weird that Cassius Winston has never figured out the tempo. Like he never, mm-hmm. like he, I feel like he always does the wrong thing. Like Izzo's always yelling at him. I always like to find the guys that Izzo is like super nice to and who he yells at. Who Cat, he puts his arm? Yeah, who the yeah, guys like, like get the arm who's around? Who's like the Like Jaron Jackson is like already in the like. Come here, gonna come talk. here. Come put, here. Your, put your arm around yeah, me. Bend down. Let's talk yeah, to yeah. each other for a second. Yeah. But like Cash is just like, what the? Yeah. You know, like, what are you doing? Does the foot stomp like yeah. you hit the hit sole of your dress shoe on the? And he always the does the wrong thing. So yeah. like, I just feel like he's not a point guard. He's playing out of position. And yeah. that's well, they did that a little in the second half. They did. They did Tom Tom at the one. Cash at the two. I like that lineup. Langford at the three. Bridges at the four. four. Uh, Greg Ward at the five. Nick Ward at the five. Greg Ward. You're so loud Greg on Nick Ward. Ward. I love Nick Ward. You got it, Greg. Uh, yeah, any, what else What else stood out from the Duke game? Like, Duke Duke looks very good. This was... If, if you're a Duke fan, you're, you're coming away from this tonight as excited as you could possibly be. I think the concern last year was... Uh, or or the, the concerns about this team maybe being similar to last year's team... In that there's Grayson Allen, there's a ton of talented freshmen. Yes, are we going to see a repeat of that? I feel like the answer is no. But as Tate pulled, brought up with his conspiracy theory last year, what kind of doomed Duke was the Tatum, Kennard, Allen dynamic of like who's the guy, who's who's the best player. There's one basketball, and as you're saying tonight, I actually think there's some validity to that. Like this certainly helped Allen. Like it was like, all right, this is my team. I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. And when Bagley comes back, I don't, I don't know. It's weird. It's like you have to do this thing where do I defer to you yeah. or do you, do you defer to me? And 
They have to figure out this role. I think the good thing with Bagley is that he's so young. I mean, the guy's like legitimately 18 years old. I don't think he's in this position where he wants to take shots away from Grayson. Right. Like Tatum came in and was like, I am that, the, the, the problem. The problem with Tatum and Kennard both was that was what they both did well. Yes. Like, they, I need the ball. I need to like, shoot. Like, I'm a That's better scorer than you. Why yeah. are you taking my right. shots? And I, I think Grayson's fine with playing, taking the backseat, too. So, yeah. like, if Bagley comes back, he's like, I want to be the guy. I think Grayson's fine with it. Well, that's the Grayson Allen narrative this year. For people that don't know, he wrote this whole Players' Tribune piece. His whole point is, I played on the 2015 team. Quinn Cook was the leader of that team. Quinn Cook re- really was amazing for that team. He was the one that you pr- basically got those young guys to buy in the whole season. He is now the Quinn Cook of this team, he's in his Cook. mind. Uh, Quinn Cook now in the Warriors. Uh Making me really? hate that team. Yes. Is he oh, really in the yes. league? Yes. They oh. replaced James Michael McAdoo, a consummate <laughs> champion, with Quinn Cook. With two rings. Come on. Uh, so that's Grayson Allen this year. Yeah, Grayson Allen off to a great start. People, are, America is very excited to see that. Really rooting mm-hmm. for that guy. Uh, <laughs> really hoping. Uh, I, I don't. I'm, 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 I'm in two minds with this. With this. Yeah. Grace what do you think thing. about? Duke? I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. to make sense of like the Grayson you Allen love thing because Duke. it's like. I don't want to. I don't want to apologize. I don't want to be a Grayson Allen. I don't know fan. I wouldn't say that. But like, how how long are we going to carry that? Like, there's the whole thing of like sports hatred versus real life hatred. Yeah. And like, how long is this guy going to be in the league for ten years? And people are going to be like, "Fuck him." I remember <laughs> in 2016 he was tripping people that one time. I don't or think three so. times. I guess I, I don't think that he has the visceral hatred. And everyone's listening. Everyone's rolling your eyes right now listening to this. Understand what I'm saying. Hate Grayson Allen. Please hate him. Mm-mm. I'm just trying to understand, like, is there? does he have any hope at the redemption thing? No. And I, I guess, like, I'm becoming a softie where it's like, I want him to have hope at redemption, but I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm working through this, Tate. The only way that he has the redemption tour thing is if he does the J.J. Redick thing, which is the image rehab, and it's going to be six years down the road, and he's going to do this. That is true. He's going to do this thing where he goes, you know what? I kind of was a jerk. You know what? It kind of wasn't cool that I tripped players. You know what? I kind of wasn't the best guy back then. Right. You know what? I want to be better. I want to be better. And that's yeah. exactly. And then everyone's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, I, you know what? I kind of like JJ Redick. Oh, yeah. I kind of like Grayson Allen." Because I, I, people again. I God, I'm already mad at the tweets I'm going to get and the people who are. Don't you're you're misunderstanding what I'm noise. saying. I'm not trying to say I'm a Grayson Allen fan and that like he doesn't deserve people to be mad at him. And you should definitely. Not cheer for any him. man and that trips a guy named Santa Anna can't support. I'm just trying to understand like how long are we going to go on with this? Um, it's a bit at this point. It's it, is like kind cool. of, it is kind of a bit. Like I think it's just cool that it's like yeah, let's hate Grayson. So, Allen. I hate like, Grayson Allen. <laughs> cool man. So uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not necessarily cheering for him. I'm just very interested to see how it all unfolds. Um, and and yeah, how long people hold this grudge. So. Uh, but yeah, that's that's funny you bring up the Reddick thing. I was just thinking of our, our friends at, at Pardon My Take who who make the thing, which by the way, like that's all I'm gonna bring up this other point, but I'm gonna finish the point. At the part of my take guys would say, uh the, the Duke guys go to the NBA and then they get tattoos or they grow their hair out and they always try to like distance themselves from the Duke thing, you know? Like like Reddick got the sleeve, that's why he got the sleeve. So he wouldn't be the Duke guy. Uh, that's very specific to like three or four Duke players, but yeah, I, but I get it, it. Yeah. I get it. But it's but it like I mean Josh McRoberts does the thing with his hair and Kyle. McRoberts is a Duke does defector, does not count. See, well this is the whole point is yeah. like all of them get to the NBA and they're like, I don't want to be involved with all the white guys. It's obviously just the white guys because yeah. they, they have this this image at Duke. And they're a they stigma the like you are the Duke white yeah. guy. Yeah. So credit credit to part of my take. I know that you and I uh every part of my take guys invented making jokes about 
sports and mm. all the stoolies listening are going to give us hell for um bringing that up without crediting them so shout out to those guys um Second game. Shout out to Christian Leitner. He owes like $15 million in taxes. So let's hope he pays that <laughs> off one day. Second game, Kansas-Kentucky. Uh, you and I going into this game thought that Kentucky was going to lose by 1,000. We watched Kentucky play <laughs> in the first two games. God, don't preface it like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to be honest. Like they, the, the first two games they played, they were not good. They, they're very long, very athletic. Hold up, hold up. KSR Dan's calling me right now. <laughs> they're very... They're very long and athletic, and outside of that, I mean, there was Kevin Knox. He looked good to me in the first two games. He yes. looked great tonight, by the way. I think he kind of— He's pulled, the best player on the he, team. He pulled it. He kind of made a statement that, like, this is my team. Mm-hmm. Let me be the guy. Let me He's the Tatum guys. of Kentucky this year. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But other than that, like, I watched him play Vermont. I watched him play Utah Valley, and I was like, they got work to do. Cal even says that. So all the Kentucky fans are getting mad at us saying, your coach agreed. This is and it wasn't just like standard like I don't like my team stuff. It was like guys, I, I really He's getting don't ahead like of it. Team, yeah. He's been all over ESPN. He's like, these are young guys. This is the youngest team. And I mean, you even hear you know, people don't understand this before they call these games. Like Dick Vitale, Jay Billis, Dan Schulman, Jay Williams, they all get in a room with these coaches and they have like 30, 45 minutes where they ask questions. They're like, Well, you know, what's PJ Washington looking like in practice? And Cal's like, he's my guy. I love his dad. Yeah. You know, he's a hard worker. He knows basketball really well. He's a smart IQ, high IQ guy. I like to have him on the floor, blah, blah, blah. So they have all this intel beforehand. And every single person that's talked about the Kentucky Wildcats has said, this is the young, like, you know, young Cal this teams. Is young t- yeah. This is the youngest the, yeah. of the young. They're trying so, like, to, they're already ahead of that. They're trying to sell it. Like, like the way you sell recruiting classes where you're like, you thought Andrew <laughs> Wiggins was good. Wait till you see Ben Simmons. You thought Ben Simmons. That's kind of how we're doing with Kentucky. He's like, you yes. thought the last team was young. No, this team is really young, guys. Uh, but they did grow up tonight. I don't know if you caught it. At halftime, What? Cal called them my guys twice. Wait, what? He gave these kids, these kids graduated <laughs> at halftime to my guys. It was a big moment. And I don't know if I don't know if like by losing they revert back to these kids. Yeah, we need it's like someone to do some research. Like what, what happens? Chart. What is the pendulum of we my need a guys chart, to that these was, kids? That was very, very early call on my guys i think he was impressed that they were hanging around so like they were down one at halftime so so let's unpack our thoughts on this game again um we go into this game we thought kentucky was just too raw we thought that kansas kentucky gave up a lot of threes to vermont a lot of vermont didn't hit a ton of threes i think they only hit 10 in Mm -hmm. that game but they gave up a lot of like open shots and we thought kansas likes threes a lot kansas is going to shoot threes Mm -hmm. they're going to hit a lot of threes tonight they're going to run kentucky out of the gym Mm -hmm. and then it comes comes down to my age-old theory tate you got to make shots Missing shots is bad. Making shots is good. Kansas was not making shots. They were getting wide open threes. Not really wide open, but like they were getting good looks. They were mm-hmm. missing. Then they start forcing it. Newman's driving. 6'3", Newman is trying to take it in on... <laughs> Newman. Newman. <laughs> on uh, seven five guys getting getting a shit pin on the glass. Um, suddenly, Kentucky just like made the game ugly. Made it like... We're long and athletic. That's what we're going to turn this game into, and we're going to get out in transition. And, and that's what we talked about before the game. We basically said the only way that Kentucky is a team that can com- contend and compete for a title at some point, or you know, make the Final Four run that they, you know, obviously plan to do every single year, is Gilgis Alexander is a guy that ended up being their point guard. They took Quade Green out. He's sort of a smaller guy. They put Gilgis Alexander on Devontae Graham, who I yeah. have personally, you know, vouched for and said I think he's going to be National Player of the Year. They put he's like Michael Carter Williams. Like he doesn't yeah. do anything on offense, but he is long. And if you he convi- him up, yeah. If, yeah, convince him to play defense, that's what he did tonight. 
Devontae Graham looked like he was lost. He couldn't get around him. He was trying to make plays, but just everything looked hard and difficult. Every pass was tough. They were doing a lot of isolation. Kentucky forced them to yeah, do that. Yeah, they started. That was the weirdest thing. It's like if you just set ball screens, just set any screens, yeah. you'll get open shots because these guys, like, this isn't degrading to Kentucky. It's just like the fact of college basketball is like young young people do not know how to guard ball screens. That's why, I mean, even you can take even like smart high school kids and they come up into college and then you you put them in blitz. You're like, like I remember when I got to Ohio State and the concept of a flat ball screen, which is like basically <laughs> yeah. your 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 shoulders are parallel to the baseline instead of like setting it straddling with your feet straddling the three point line. Yeah, it like blew my mind. I was like, how how the hell do you guard this? Because you could just like the the guy just turns his angle at the last second. Um, these sorts of things happen with freshmen. It's like they they don't know how to guard ball screens. They don't know how to guard any screens really. Because the, their whole lives, they've just been better than everybody, and I don't understand why Kansas didn't do that. It was like it was like they felt like they had a mismatch because they had a taller guy guarding them, and and Graham was like his brain just said, "I'm going to drive by him. I have to drive by yeah. him. I'm faster than him because mm-hmm. I, he's taller than me, so I'm going to drive by him." And then you're greeted at the rim by and, taller guys. And the thing about it is, the guy has a seven whatever wingspan. He can catch up to you. So like yeah. he and Newman were doing the same thing where like they would beat him the first step and then they'd do this yeah. spin move, which yeah. basically gave him more time to catch back up. And then Wayne Gabriel's just flopping his hands in the air and he eventually yeah. hits the ball once, <laughs> every, once in a while. Yeah. Every once in a while. So let's go over Kentucky's lineup that we like. We do not because we, we do like some guys in Kentucky. We like Knox, obviously. Yes. He's great. He's gonna be very, very good. He's their three. He's their starting. He's, he's small gonna forward, he's yeah. gonna do some draft stocks stuff, I think. He's a year. top five. It looks like gonna, he could be a top five pick. Yeah, he looks like a top five guy. Um Diallo, I'm still trying to figure out like why I like him, but I do like him. I can't put I can't put a finger on why. Here's my weird thing about Diallo. I think he might be a point guard. Ooh, that's like, interesting. Like I think that he might be the one that they just decide. Like Cal at some point's like, you know, Gildas Alexander is great on defense. Quade Green's not quite what we'd hope he would be at this point. He's more of yeah. more of a Teague type. Let's just give like Diallo's gonna get the ball anyway. Like just give him the ball to run sets and then let, like see what happens. Let Diallo be the offensive point guard. And yeah, Gilgis Alexander be Play, the defensive guard the, point guard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he's basically your two guard, but he is your. So point we, guard. that's the lineup we liked: is Gilgis Alexander, uh, uh, Knox, Diallo, Diallo, PJ Washington, PJ Washington, and then we like Kalea Jones. Yes, he, he had a great game tonight. Great sophomore and, year. And this you isn't know. this isn't uh this isn't hindsight. 2020 you and I said this going into the game like we we thought he should be starting over Nick Richards anyway and I assume he will be next game but yeah um tough for Richards yeah so as for Kansas they are short is what we learned tonight or are they just short compared to Kentucky like are we worried about Newman and Graham being just kind of just completely taken out of the game I I just thought about this as you were mentioning the, the whole Kansas thing about setting ball screens for those guys and then I'm thinking, I'm racking my brain. I'm like, who's setting those screens? Who's for actually them? setting the screens? Because Azabuke is like a traditional five. Like he's a yeah. big dude. Like he's not going to come out and like That's set screens point. and yeah. also be a guy that can score in the paint. And the guy that would have done that, and we haven't talked about this yet, is you know Billy Preston, and you know a guy that's yeah. a freshman who would be there for who's like a six eleven athletic, sort of like Jaron Jackson on Michigan State. If you pull him up and he's able to set screens and he's six eleven, you know, Gildas Alexander is like, I'm tired of fighting over these screens right. with this dude. And he's quick enough That's to like get point. up there. And so maybe that changes the way they look, but yeah, they just look small. That's a good point, because right now with the with the lineup they have, those ball screens would just be like dribble handoffs, basically. Yeah. And that's that's just like Switch, you could tell it just, switch or just yeah. like get under it or you know like it's like those are easy to guard or inevitably there's an illegal screen and they call it and blow it the other that way. That was the so. other thing. I don't think they want Azubuki to get in foul trouble setting screens. Uh, so Kansas, yeah, I, I mean, it's this is like the nightmare situation for Kansas is was 
what happened tonight. This is what happened against Oregon in the yep. Elite Eight. Is that you missing shots? Just missing shots. Comes, sometimes that's what it comes down to. I make Simple jokes about. I can't tell if I'm making like if this is stick with when I say this or anymore. I kind of like it because it's true. It's so true. And these, I mean, this like is college get, basketball. Like Kansas has threes. They're missing them. The Ukraine maker was was nice tonight. Good for him. We should talk about Svi. He please the floor is yours. He's the X factor. I'm still not sold. Dare I say? So I have this theory about Kansas. We got, I got a wild take. LeGerald Vick, who I thought was the X Factor, mm. he's the glue guy. Wow. Svi, mm. the Ukraine maker, Mikhailuk, he's the X Factor. He's the and we saw it tonight because he's he's what, like six eight? Yes. And he he can shoot over those guys. He can shoot over Kentucky's guys. Graham could not shoot over these guys. That was a pro it this hurt was, Graham's draft stock for sure. Tonight. That's why that's why Svi is that's why the Ukraine maker, you know, I think he's important because this is gonna happen again where you're gonna play another what? long athletic team and wait a second. Svi Mikhailuk is the X Factor, and Legero Vic is the glue guy? I know. It's backwards. It's wow. backwards. That is, that is it's a, not, that isn't usually not, what they say. That's usually not how it works. <laughs> I understand. A lot of people are scratching their heads like, did he did he misspeak? I did not misspeak. I'm saying the white guy is the yes. X Factor, and the black guy is the glue guy. It's very weird. It's very strange. But Vic plays the defense. Yeah. That's what he's great at. He doesn't need to shoot a lot, but he, he will. He'll, like, he if can. He, he gets in where he fits in. That's a, that's a glue guy. That's a glue guy mentality. X Factor is like... This guy sucks a lot, and mm-hmm. I wish he didn't suck quite as much as he does. Mm-hmm. But when he's good, goddamn, he's pretty good, and he makes our team very, very good. And that's to me the Ukraine maker. We we were joking like going into the game, he's gonna choke in these big spots because that's good like stuff. that's like how he operates. That's like what his mo is. That's that's why we like make fun of him and call him the Ukraine makers because he has this reputation as being a great shooter. And then games like tonight, he would go one for twelve, and we would all laugh and. I sarcastically I, call him Ukraine. I've already but joked he actually, about, he actually played well tonight. He played well tonight. He actually drove to the basket sometimes. He had a little a couple floaters. I was impressed. So uh Billy Preston, the story there. Yeah, so Billy Preston, he's on campus, he's on Kansas campus, he's in a car, he gets in a car accident. Give him context, why does he matter? He's a five star guy. He's a five star recruit, six eleven guy. Yes, Oak Hill Academy for people that don't know. It's like basically funnels out five stars right. for as long as you remember dating back to Carmelo Anthony and wave him before that so basically Billy Preston Ivan Harris at Ohio yeah, State yeah, yeah. Everybody, oh, everybody remembers that. <laughs> yeah, yeah Ty Lawson Kevin Durant the list goes on and on but so basically Billy Preston gets to Kansas he's from he's an LA kid originally right he goes to, to Kansas which is you know it, you know there was already some stuff going on he wasn't he wasn't playing this was supposed to be his first game big moment Chicago get him out there uh he's in a car on Kansas he gets in a wreck, it's an act, accident, you know, no big deal, things happen in life, whatever, whatever. And then it comes out, he's going to get pulled out of this game. And this happened, he gets he gets told this today. During the pregame meal. During the pregame meal, that he's not going to be playing the game today because there's some some things that they have to figure out on campus uh, as far as, first of the, all, how is he driving the car? Yeah. Like, they don't know whose the way, car it is. The way it was worded was very strange. Yeah, the, basically it seems as if this car was not of his possession and they don't know how or why he was driving it and he's in an accident on campus and now it's become a whole thing. You hear guy gets in crash, gets, Hope he's suspended, okay. gets suspended from game, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think DUI. Oh, I, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, isn't yeah, that the yeah, first yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. If we're being honest, like yes, a guy gets yes. in, a, in a car accident, gets suspended, you're like, oh, he must have got a DUI. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not that's that. Not, no. That's not what they said. No. And that makes it like sort of... But they won't say what it is. It's like it's something to do with the car. And then on the other hand, so you have that like right here. And then on the other side, you have the FBI thing with the Adidas thing. And Kansas is going to be, there's going to be speculation about Kansas. Like you and I already started it. We yeah, love speculating about started. Kansas dropping the bag. We started with talking about Carlton Bragg and like that situation. And that was sort and of all not, tongue-in-cheek jokes. But now, 
Who it's knows? not really it's not really jokes. I mean, if you're like the whole point of the FBI thing is that you're supposed to speculate like that. It's the, not a game. Those guys. of us as fans who are uninformed, like this is what you do with the FBI thing. Yeah. It's like the FBI has basically handed us a free reign to speculate on stuff. Yes. We're, we are now. And they said it. They said, we have your playbook. Yeah. Get ready. So that's what Tate and I are going to do is we're going to say like what guys are getting five stars. Oh, that guy's dropping the bag. This guy's dropping the bag. Mm-hmm. Duke is landing three number one recruits, three classes in a row. Huh. Can Weird. This, can, can so, this, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I can finish the so point. So I'm gonna finish the, the point is that you have the speculation of Kansas because the FBI thing was centered around Adidas. Yeah. A lot of the main Adidas schools were hit. The obvious outlier of like main Adidas schools that was not hit was the Indiana Hoosiers. The other obvious outlier <laughs> was the uh, the Kansas Jayhawks. And everyone's like, okay, so you're hitting these Adidas schools. What does that mean for Kansas? Who is the school landing the, the five star? Yes. If we're talking about Adidas funneling five stars somewhere. Kansas has to be involved in this somehow, right? And then now this Billy Preston thing happens. And I'm sorry, Kansas fans. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. If your mind doesn't connect the two, you need a new mind. <laughs> like, like, yes. that's the only, like That's the, the obvious conclusion to be drawn from this. We're, I don't think Billy Preston sh- should be suspended for any more games until we know more facts. I'm a hashtag just facts guy. Show us the I facts. I need more facts. I'm not ready to, to, to say report. we should do anything about this. But as a man who makes a living in the speculation business, I'm speculating. I got I got a lot of speculation going on here. Now for your point, Tate. <laughs> I'm right there. I'm right there with you. That's all That's all that matters. I, I, we were just explaining the bag thing, so I was like, I wanted to bring up our, our new segment. You oh, know? yeah, let's do our new segment. We, we, have, so we're, we have a new segment um, yeah. we're, we're going to do, because people love talking about dropping the bag. Yeah, we, we love the is, bag. This is our beat. This is our. This is the thing that like no one else in college basketball media wants Birkin to talk bags, about. Birkin bags, duffel bags, whatever bag you got. And Louis for those Vuitton of you bags. who are just, tun- ju- ju- just tuning in for the first time and don't understand the drop the bag thing, the idea is that... Back in the day, in the Sam Gilbert era, UCLA basketball, <laughs> what you do is how it works. I'm hiding because of the ghost of you John fill up, You fill up a duffel bag with non-consecutive, unmarked mm. $20 bills. Mm. You take that duffel bag to church with your family. Yes. You're sitting in service, praising the Lord. You set the duffel bag next to the pew. You 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 go through the service. You you know maybe it's someone's getting baptized that day. Yes. You do the tithes and offerings. You get up, you leave church, you forgot your bag. I don't know what happened. The bag stayed there. You go back to find it, and it's gone. And no one knows what happened to it. Because you dropped it. Because you dropped it. You just dropped it. And then... Sometimes you drop the ball, sometimes you drop the bag. And then, you know, somehow... Suddenly, a recruit is driving a nice car, and we don't. We're not saying it. Just kind of. It just kind of. Have you came met this young man, Lou? Oh, Lou Alcinder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He loves basketball. So that, that's that's the way it used to work back in the day. Mm-hmm. Is you just drop the bag full of cash, and now guys have gotten smarter and technology's improved. Or have they? We, have they? <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure. But regardless, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about bag men all Some the time. Some guys have gotten smarter. So Tate and I love talking about dropping the bag. People love it because no other college basketball media really likes to talk about. It. We have Dick Vitale on the broadcast tonight, being oh, like, baby. "What? What? And you're funneling to the agents? What was happening? This was happening in college. I can't believe it. I cannot. I cannot believe." We joke that Dick Vitale probably believes that Disney movies are true. So, like, yeah. he watches Bambi and is like, I freaking love that Bambi. So, while the rest of the world is surprised that this stuff's going on, Tate and I are not. So, we're starting a new segment. Um, it's called, you want to you introduce it? This is Tate's idea. This is called Good Guy, Bad Guy, Bad Guy. Bad Guy. So, I don't know if you heard it. Good Guy, Bad Guy, Bag with a G Guy. Bad guy. So we're going to do our good guy, which, by the way, we should mention this too. We don't do hot seats here. We don't do hot seats. The way you do it is 
you say the coach is a good guy. Yes. You don't say Bruce Weber at Illinois when he left. Good great guy. guy. We made this point already for those of you in the preview podcast. You already listened to it, but we—I uh, don't know if you heard—we hit number one, so we got some new fans. We're trying to explain it to them. Uh, so our good guy of the week, Steve Prome, Iowa State. Congrats! First time a not rule good guy loses to Missouri, seventy-four mm-hmm. fifty-nine. Michael Porter doesn't play Missouri. Is that Two Missouri? Minutes. Yeah, yeah. Michael Porter uh, still probably not a great. Kind of hoping for, but we we knew Iowa State was going to have a down year, so that's not that bad. Turns around, loses to Milwaukee, seventy four fifty six. Loses by eighteen to Milwaukee. Iowa State currently sitting at zero and two. This is coming off a year where they had Deontay Burton in this nice run. I mean, obviously they had the kneeing year. I mean, right? They won the, they won the Big Twelve Conference Tournament last yeah, year. Yeah, Iowa State's yeah. been great. Yeah, you know, so you expect so, great things for them. So right now, Steve Prohm is a very good guy. He's a very. We'll just say he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, our bad guy. Who's your bad guy of the week? Bruce Pearl. Boy. Bad guy. Kind of a bad guy. Kind of a bad guy. And, it, and it's not it's not for trying. You know, I think he does well. I think he gets out there and says some things. Bruce Pearl, we got Auburn. We got this Chuck Person situation. Mm-hmm. He was one of the original ones in the FBI, FBI situation, FBI indictment. And they have two more guys, uh, the video coordinator and his top assistant, like the guy that basically handles all of his stuff. Like every coach has one guy where you just right. delegate everything to, basically. So those two guys are now involved in the investigation. They've been pulled out. Auburn says, all right, we got a problem here, folks. Let's investigate. Bruce Pearl, we need you to be a part of the investigation. We obviously Ooh. need to investigate you. He's like, no, I'm all right. Ooh, I'm okay. Interesting. You, you can't investigate me. You can't have any of my stuff. I don't need you to investigate me. I'm out. So now Auburn's in this predicament of like, well, we're doing you know an investigation. He's not going to comply with it. Do we get rid of him? Do we, yeah. Charles Barkley comes out and says, if you get rid of Bruce Pearl, that's going to set us back five years. Yep. Yep. What do you do if you get, with if a bad you get guy? Rid of, what do you do with the bad guy? This is a bad guy. Steve Prohm, good guy. He's a very good guy. Good guy. He's just not winning right now. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Bruce Pearl, not so much. That's a bad guy. That's a bad That's a, And we're also talking about a guy who ratted on, uh, ratted on Illinois. Yeah. What was that, like in 1989? I yeah. think that was what he, he got famous he, for. He's, yeah. This is like he's Bruce been around Pearl. the block of bad guys. This is gonna live with Bruce. I mean, this is the Bruce Pearl story. It's like he was a whistleblower on Illinois mm-hmm. and was trying to throw them under the bus, mm-hmm. and then now he has the Aaron Craft Barbecue at Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He has this at Auburn. I mean, this is gonna. It's it's hard not to just laugh at any time Bruce Pearl gets caught up in NCAA stuff based on what happened. And I am sorry to Rick Pitino, who I really wanted to be the first bad guy, but he's like. Too good for that. Yeah, you know? Rick Patino's listening. Like, good. damn, I thought I had it. Like, I thought I had the bad guy of the week. I worship the floor that my players walk on. So, uh, our bad guy. Yes. Bag guy. Bag guy of the week. Say who, it. Who Who do you think? Who do you? Who? Because you and I had different opinions. Or did we? Did we settle on the same no, one? No, we did. Is okay. Bryce Drew a good recruiter? Bryce Drew. Thank you. That's what I thought. I, I, I forgot. I forgot. You You were trying to. Okay. Sorry. I was trying to pull you away, yeah, Titus. Yeah, trying to I wanna, away. I'm trying to lock you back. Bryce in. Drew. Landed a five-star recruit, Darius Garland. Yes. I don't follow recruiting. No. I do know this guy because I know this because Indiana was after him. Uh, first five-star recruit. Speaking of bad guys. First five-star recruit in Vanderbilt history, I think. Um, congratulations to Bryce Drew dropping the bag. Uh, uh, Homer would be proud. Jake Diebler, John Diebler's brother, is on staff there. By nice. The way. Yeah, so I it, like might have, it might have been a Diebler dropping the bag. <laughs> congratulations to Jake Diebler. Great, great bag drop on this one. Um, please don't do it for Romeo Langford. 
the Hoosiers need Romeo Langford. They just got their shit pushed in by uh, Indiana State. And they got another guy, Simi Shitu, who is also— I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Did you just... I didn't just—I didn't curse at you. I don't okay. curse. I'm trying to be the Dean Smith of podcasting. But, yeah, he's another one that might be a five-star that jumps in there. So you got Langford, you got Garland, you got Shitu. Yeah, so— That's interesting. I don't know. But I will say Garland, there was a report that he went to Homer Drew's camp as a kid, and that's what really drove him. Over the years, don't want to go play for. Rice. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this one actually makes sense. Garland grew up. Then he grew up in like northern Indiana. He, he grew up in, in Indiana, Gary, Indiana. I think. Yeah, by uh, Valpo. So he's got the whole Valpo thing. And yeah, then, yeah. But still, we're like we're we just like making fun of bad guys. Like so, yeah, bad guys. Dro- dropping the bag. Congratulations to Bryce Drew. Uh, so that pivots us into the next thing. If we're talking about Vanderbilt, yeah. If we're talking about Vanderbilt being successful, yes. That can only mean one thing. Yes. It's time to talk about Kevin Stallings not being successful. Um, Stallball. Stallball is off to a fantastic start. They unprecedented, honestly, at Pitt. They knew, may be the worst team in basketball. We knew they were going to be bad. They were. They were even worse than I anticipated. They start off zero and two. They lose to Navy and Montana. I think in the Montana game, I think the tweet I saw was like their first field goal in the second half was like basically halfway through the second half. Um, they're off to a bad start. This is this is this is good for us though. It's good for Jared Wilson frame. The one guy I put in research you know, for, I yeah, think he's going to do well. Wilson I think frame. he had 15 points in that game. You know what I'm excited? What I think is hysterical is that like Pitt fans don't even care. Like they think they're just like just burn it to the ground. Who cares? I I looked at uh, on anymore. Twitter like when Pitt like the basketball account tweeted out like the final score of that game, and I just read all the responses to it. All the Pitt people, the amount of people that are so upset. Like the split between people that blame <laughs> Kevin Stallings and blame Jamie Dixon for the the current predicament is unbelievable, and the res- like, and they respond to each other, you know. We, but Jamie recruited so and so, and Cam Johnson. Yeah, can we blame great. Scott Barnes, who was the athletic director at Pitt, who hired Stallings and yes. then just got out of town immediately? Yeah, genius. <laughs> have to deal with it. Genius. And by, now, by the time everyone figures out, they're looking at the paperwork and be like, "Who hired this guy?" And he's literally on the other <laughs> co- on the other side of the country at Oregon State now. <laughs> it's like I'm doing it's all like, right. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, so yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna try to we're not gonna talk about Stallings every podcast, but um, people, when we need to, when, when he's zero two, when he lost to Montana and Navy, we, we, we kind of like made a big thing about. It. I saw I saw a Pittsburgh like beat reporter or something like I saw him tweet a link to our podcast and he's like, uh, Pitt makes the top twenty five of one shining podcast. Congrats, guys! <laughs> it was a lot of people that, that thought funny. that we legitimately yeah. put them in yeah, our top so twenty five. We're, we're so not gonna talk good. about them all the time, but yeah, when we talk about them like that, and then uh, they get off to zero and two start, and it's it's looking bad. It was just too funny. I think to. Shamel Stevenson should just go ahead and transfer. He's pretty good. He was. <laughs> I, I literally watched a little bit of Pitt play just because I want to see Kevin Slong's coach. And all that right. game went to overtime. By the way, let's uh, let's wrap this up with uh, another segment we're gonna start doing. Um, so Tate and I. We we don't pretend to know everything about college mm. basketball. Mm. We pretend to know more than you, you're, who are listening. You, <laughs> but that whoever the individual <laughs> you. I don't mean the collective you. I mean you, the personal you. I'm speaking to you right I'm now. I'm speaking to you. <laughs> we, we just know more than you. But what people love is when Tate and I forget stuff. When yes. uh, we we mess up. We are not We're infallible. Not We're not perfect. So we decided we had to. Tate loves the soundbite from Super Bad. We're gonna. Pl- we're just gonna play it right now. Fuck you, man. Hey, Greg, why don't you go piss your pants again? That was like eight years ago, asshole. People don't forget. People don't forget. People don't forget. Uh, so that's our segment: is people don't forget. And this is this is our way of paying back to our fans, our listeners, as saying, 
You are the people that you did are not the forget. people that did not forget. <laughs> Tate and I are the people that forgot. You are the people. We are Greg. We are playing soccer. Yes. You were the cool kids, and you were making. And fun you of are us. letting us know we didn't forget. So uh, on our preview podcast, I said that Utah State was in the WCC. I was going through St. Mary's. I said St. Mary's is going to have some tough games this year on mm-hmm. the road in the WCC. <laughs> They're going to have to play at BYU. That's a tough place to play. Yep. At Utah State is a tough place to play. And As it someone, is. Utah State is a tough place place to play. However, however, Utah State is in the Mountain West. Yes. So, uh, congrats. Sorry. People do Sorry, not forget that. We forgot it. Um, also, we forgot to mention that Kansas always loses at West Virginia. We said that Kansas loses at Iowa State every year. We said that Kansas loses at Oklahoma State. The people did not forget that Kansas also loses at West Virginia and they see country roads. And if you go back to the teed up days and if you're a true fan, you would know that we always made that joke. So I think we made it so many times we didn't want to make it anymore. Yeah, we wanted the new brand. But uh, people also did not forget that Merrill Shayok transferred from Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) You know that weird thing about transferring? When we were talking about Iowa State, we were like, yeah, Shayok from Virginia. We like him. He's going to do good things for Iowa State. Sorry, Steve Prohm. He's not going to do good things for Iowa State this year. No. He's going to sit out because he transferred. And that's how transfers work. People did, don't forget that. I wanted to tweet Mario Shayak was invisible in the in the Iowa State game. And that's because he cannot play. And then our last people don't forget. I'm going to let you take this one, Tate, because this was your this was your doing. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is this is. Uh, so I put it out there that Cal only you know takes care of you know his guys that are like doing well. Like Devin Booker breaks some record for you know sophomore. It's always the weirdest thing that he gets excited about. But I, I mentioned Darius Miller, and honestly, the reason I mentioned it is because like I think I had seen him tweet about Darius Miller in my mind. I just put it back, yeah. and I was like, my god, he tweets about Darius Miller. That's insane. But the first person I brought up was Daniel Orton in Brazil. So don't forget about that. But I do apologize to Darius Miller. He's doing good things. He's playing basketball still. Tate was trying to mention guys that Cal never like would never would, mention would basically. never mention yes. and then like Dar- Marcus Teague and then was it was it last yeah like Marcus Teague <laughs> Marcus Teague's a good example or Ryan Harrow you know Ryan Harrow is a good example uh, Eloy Vargas yes. that's a great example even Cantor like I've never seen him say anything yeah. about Cantor you know yeah, Cantor people actually do forget that Cantor went to Kentucky I forgot that until you just mentioned that exactly that's a good point Thanks. um so Tate Darius Miller makes the Darius Miller comment. And then Darius sorry. Miller blows up. I'm like sorry, Darius Miller, and, and all, and all of that. So anyway, that's that's a. Uh, we got anything else we need to cover? No, I'm just excited. That's I'm pretty glad much we're it. Back. College basketball's here. We're not doing the previews. We're we're actually talking about the games. This is where you and I thrive. We're excited for this. Um, we I'm sure we forgot some stuff. So if we forgot anything, please tweet, tweet, tweet us. at us. One shining at, podcast. At one shining pod. Oh, one uh, shining pod. No cast. One, one shining pod. Uh, at Tate Frazier. Yes. At Club Trillion. Yes. Let us know what we forgot. Because you, the people, do not forget. And we're going to do some good guys, some some bad guys, some bad guys. We're just going to have fun. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll do the segments all the time. Maybe we won't. We're kind of figuring it out. This is this is fun. We hope you join us all season. And go to iTunes. You have to subscribe. To and then yeah, you have subscribe. to unsubscribe. And then you have to Should subscribe. I do a rant? I'm going to do a rant for the for the Barstool people that like think there's some sort of like, this is probably going to get cut. Kyle's got his head on his hands right now. Kyle's and I'm going to fight right for this to Kyle's not get like, cut. Kyle's like, please God, let I me go care. home. This Barstool situation of like, there's a rivalry between Barstool stool and the ringer and i tate and i don't play that game i don't tate do and i just like college basketball and making fart jokes and for the barstool people that are trying to give us one star reviews and drive our shit down no stop it stop it stop it we're friends we're all friends stop it just stop it just leave us alone go do your thing somewhere else like if you're actually that big of a barstool fan you know i go on part of my take every now and then yeah. and talk college hoops like there's no animosity here so that's it um so that probably got cut <laughs> <laughs>
All right, Tate, so let's wrap this up. Uh, anything else before we go? No, that's it. One we Shiny Podcast. One Shiny Podcast. We will be back uh, Friday. We're coming back Friday. Friday. We're doing this twice a week, all season. Um, that's the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Save the crew.